Hello, podcast listeners. Thank you for tuning into the Rescue Mission podcast, where we talk about real topics that affect real people. I wanted to share with you that this episode of the podcast is a bonus episode. We sit down with a past or present program resident and get the opportunity to hear their story. We hope you find this episode informative and inspiring. If you would, please take a few moments to leave a review for the Rescue Mission podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. This spreads the word and helps us connect with people that have never heard of us before. Enjoy this bonus episode. We have Jay and I downstairs at the Rescue Mission trying to get some stories from uh, participants, uh, residents, and uh, some folks who are now on staff who have been experienced all of what the Rescue Mission has to offer, right? And uh, today we have Anthony with us, and Anthony is decked out in his red gear today, uh, so he's got it going on. Um, oh, <laughs> so uh we we uh anthony we've i've known you for what almost five years right yeah something like that yeah so at the old mission we was at the old mission yeah 301 yeah right? and uh that's when uh uh mike and all them yep and um got you know the east it was the east lobby at mm-hmm. the breakfast and uh Got me a job. I don't know nothing. Don't didn't, didn't know nothing. But all the guys was talking. So, you know, only thing I just did was I heard what they saying about the temp service paid the the, the same day, and I went to my counselor Mike, my case manager, and uh, he gave me a bus pass to go fill out the application, and I did it, and I got the job that night. And uh, worked that next day. Everything was nice. All right. Well, so tell me about the, tell us about the first time you came to the mission. Well, uh, when I first came to the mission, I didn't know my granddaughter found out the mission. Um, My wife, uh, my stepdaughter did did some things. She faked a power attorney. And got my wife into a nursing home. And uh, I tried to keep up with the house and couldn't. And uh, I got evicted. So I was staying. I didn't stay at the nursing home. I stood that day. And we called Mike and him. And uh, he said, uh, if you can make it down here, I have, I have you a place to stay. And so I made it down because we was at Hare Street. I was up there at Hare Street Nursing Home. And I walked all the way down to the rescue mission. And uh, everything he said was true. He, mm-hmm. When I got there, they, uh, they signed me up, asked me all uh, questions and stuff. And I told them, you know, about the drugs. I said, I, I don't. I didn't, I didn't do drugs. I mean, it's been about 20 years since I did uh, marijuana. But I said I had a drink two days ago. And, and now I said, but I'm okay because I just want to get my wife back out the nursing home and do this and get a job and do that. But I didn't know nothing 
about nothing. This is my first time I've been in an, a mission and homeless and, and on the street. So, but I, I tell you what, I do believe in God. That's for sure. Because he was there. I, I didn't know it at the time, but he was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, you know, and then when I started working, you know, I was doing that, and then I went to a uh, third shift. And uh, at third shift, uh, we was coming home in the morning, and um, I was in the car accident. I was in the back seat sleep in the car when we had the accident. And um, I don't know what happened, but they said my face was up up towards the windshield, and my, my left leg was wrapped around the headrest, and the SUV was on my on my face. Mm. So, but I was pronounced dead at the scene. So they did, I don't know what they did, but um, they got me back, and um, they had plastic surgery. I got two uh, two broken bones in my femur bone, which I didn't know what that word meant. You know. You got to tell me something real shorter than that because, you know, that's a big word. Mm. So other than that, uh, I was in a coma for about three weeks. And uh, when I got out of the coma, you know, I thought, you know, they had stripes in the windows. I looked at the windows and they had little stripes in the window. I thought I was in jail. Like, what am I doing in here? Mm. So I turned over. And turned around, I seen the uh, lady in the white uniform. And I was like, hold on, is I'm in a mental institution or something? So I asked her, I said, uh, where I'm at? She said, what's your name? I said, no, tell me where I'm at. And she said, I'm no, you tell me your name. I said, well, I'm going, I'm going home. She said, okay. And when I tried to get up, whoa, whoa, <laughs> that, that would happen. I was like, I raised up the cup. She said, ain't with it. No, it's just your femur bone and you in coma. I was like, okay, you don't remember what happened? I said, no. I said, I don't know how I got here. And little by little, they was telling me. And then my granddaughter finally came up and seen me. And then she was giving me the information. But I didn't know all of that. But one thing I did know, I saw God. Hmm. You know, and um, he, like he said, uh, he wasn't ready for me yet, and I'm, and he got a mission for me to do. And I didn't understand, but I, I woke up, and next thing you know, I'm thinking about my wife, and you know everything. But I found out what the fem the femur bone was, cause I. Got up off the bed, you know, the chair's like right next to the bed. And, well, I found out what, what was a femur bone. It's the thigh bone. And I stand on it. And, whoa, behold me. It mm-hmm. was not good. 
I was doing all types of words, you know, <laughs> woo. Mm-hmm. And they came, the nurses all came in. What happened? I said, I'm just, I'm mad with myself because I don't know what, what the, it's a femur bone. I said, I don't know what a femur bone is. And they told me, it's your thigh bone. I'm like, oh. And then she said, you want to get in the chair? I said, no, I'm getting back in the bed. <laughs> but other than that, uh, uh, my counselor, Mike, told me when we was at the hospital, he just told me, that, um, you know, when they discharge you, tell me you, you live at the rescue mission. And uh, that was, that was, that was the best thing in my life I ever heard somebody say it to me in my life. And Mike was there with me all through everything. When I did, when the doctors and them told me that I never walk again, I told him, you got the wrong person. Because <laughs> I'm going to walk. I don't care what I got to do. So, but at that time, I'm just thinking, you know, the pain then, they took off the bandage, and I seen the uh, the scar, the, the stitches from my kneecap all the way up to my hip. And I was like, oh, my God. Mm. And I was, you know, and I just started crying, but I just started praying, too, so... You know, the one best thing is, you know, the rescue mission, it was there for me. And that's why I said, you know, I did everything I could. You know, I walked up and down Superior Street. I went to um, the nursing home for uh, rehabilitation to walk and all that. And uh, I, was, I was in the walker. Cause I was determined I was gonna walk again. So when uh, I got back to the rescue mission, they put me on uh, on the bunk, on the bed, and uh, it was wonderful. But I was on in the walker, and what happened was, I was every after breakfast, I would walk up and down. Superior Street for about an hour until doing your own rehab. Yeah, and everybody said, "Once you get on the bus, I ain't getting on no bus." And no, no, I ain't going nowhere. But here, I'm gonna walk up and down the street, sit down, take a break, take a smoke break, and other than that, after I seen the doctor a few times, uh, I got off the walker. And got a cane. And then I was so happy and blessed that um, I talked to Pastor Sharon. And I called I called her mom. I said, I want to go find me a job. And, and, and the person told me where to go to Express Solution. I went there. She helped me fill out the application. Got a second shift job. And it, it was wonderful. And now... I got a limp, but it's better uh, not walking. That's a, that's not a limp. That's a stretch. Yeah, well, you know, I love <laughs> it. I, you know, but uh, I go to uh, Pastor Donovan Church. So, you know, I got baptized there. 
and everything. I work I work here. I used to work here and um uh, they offered me my job back. I wanted the job, but I didn't want the money. Because mm. John didn't uh, rescue mission did a lot for me. And I think that's what God wanted me to do is to give back. Mm-hmm. And so I love doing what I'm doing now. And volunteering was that, that part of it. But Pastor Donovan and Dusty did something else for me too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I could still stay here and work here. And it got me through Catholic charity. Okay. So, you know, I'm blessed. I got my own place. You know, I'm okay. You know, God give me what I need, not what I want. Mm-hmm. And so I'm well, blessed. Well, obviously, it's a, it, you've, you've, Come a million miles from where you were. Yeah. Right. So what is, what's next week, next month, next year look like for you? Uh, I'm still going to be here doing what I got to do, try to help some other people to get in the program mm-hmm. and get, get off to all that drug stuff and, you know, teach them everything, what I can, what I know. And so I can pass it on to them because they probably listen to me better by being. You've been through it, right? I've been through it, you know, and and I'm not going to sit there and pretend or nothing. I know it's going to be hard because nothing easy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'll be there to help them. If they, like, if they got a little issue, I try to calm them down so they won't get uh you know, uh, over excited, over exciting. So try and calm them down. And I like it. Yeah, I like doing this. Well, we so appreciate you sharing your story. You're you're absolutely a part of the fabric of this place. I love walking in and and seeing you here. It's just it 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 feels right, you oh. know. And uh, so maybe maybe one last question, real quick. What's one thing that that encourages you during your day that that maybe could encourage other people who are listening? Well, I just tell them, you know, trust in God and trust the people you work around with. You know, when you getting sober, whatever, when you homeless, get yourself together and go get into a program and get better and better, and you'll see the difference. Right on, man. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. We really appreciate it. Thank y'all, too. Yeah, yeah. And God bless you. All right, we'll see you in the halls. Okay. If you enjoyed this episode of the Rescue Mission Podcast, we ask you to consider leaving a review, subscribing, following whatever platform you're on. We'd love to have you keep up with us and what's going on with the Rescue Mission Podcast. Thanks for listening.